Hello, fellow anime go-getters and anime uh, somewhat go-getters. You are here joining us for the 40-something episode of Anime Double Play featuring some of your favorite anime personalities in the anime scene. Mary and Thomas, Tom, whatever you want to call me. We're here for whatever episode number we're on. I think it's like 42. 43. 43. Oh, man. 43, guys. So close. So close to 53, the dream. <laughs> How is 53 the dream? 53 is the dream, is the best number. Why? I can't actually say. It's a kind of a long story, and I don't want to go into it. Okay. I guess I'll have to deal- live with that one. Yeah, that's uh for Anime Double Play After Dark podcast. You can uh, check that out. Oh, no. Okay, I don't want to know, <laughs> and I never want to know. But, I uh, like that. Anime Double Play After Dark. Ooh. Yeah, where we talk about only hentai and our feelings. <laughs> so Both sad I guess and depressing. I'll, so I guess I'll talk about my feelings and you'll talk about hentai. I mean, I don't... We can just talk about the Raper Man or whatever it was that we spoke about on our last podcast. Nope. Refuse. No. Mary says no. But, uh, Mary, I have to tell you, I fucked up. So, last Friday, I was really tilted about work. So, I stayed up all night. That doesn't doesn't seem productive. I, I like, did work, but I also played video games. And I, like, felt really good. So, I just, like, did, like, my normal day the next day. Just, like, didn't sleep. And I felt surprisingly good. So, last night, I had, like, a lot of work again. So I just I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna stay up and go for it. And at ten AM this morning, it hit me like a sack of bricks. Wait, so you stayed up for like two days? Yeah. I haven't slept since Thursday night. But today's Wednesday. That's a week. I mean I mean Tuesday I mean Tuesday. Oh, I mean my God. Monday I into was... Tuesday. I was on the wrong I was thinking wrong days. Oh. See that's how messed up I am. I don't even know what days of the week it is. I was like, Thomas, you're, like- you're di- you died. You're dead. You haven't <laughs> slept since last Friday. You're dead. You're you're a ghost. You're recording this so, as a ghost. I've slept like two hours of the last like 40 hours or less, more, like 43 hours. You're going to sleep like a babe tonight. I feel awful. I feel so <laughs> bad. This was, I'm never doing this again. This was an atrocious idea and I'm very disappointed, but- I did get a good amount of work done, and I got to play some video games last night. So that was fun. You scared me. You said you fucked up. And I was like, oh, my God, what the hell did you do? And then you said you stayed up all night. And I was like, did he watch Angel Beats? Is he upset because he watched Angel Beats, but instead you just didn't sleep? So I actually did watch. The only thing I watched new, I watched last night at, like, 3 a.m. And I watched three episodes of Soccer Quest. Oh, my God. What would you think? It's, like, not very good at all. Yeah. <laughs> it's not good. I almost stopped, like, halfway through episode two. I was like, all right, this is, like, so uninteresting, and I don't care about this story at Are all. Are you watching it in English? Yeah, the dub is awful, I think. Really? I thought it was pretty good. I don't like the dub at all. Like, the queen? I hate what they keep calling her queen. It's so weird. I mean, that's her title. That's what she is. She's the queen. Yeah, but it's... I also don't get it. 
they're like oh so is the town just like a big like tourist town like a like a back in medieval times kind of thing like and they just like forever play on this like the, the kingdom facade? of the chupacabra yeah like i don't get it like they used like, to oh, be they used to be a tourist town and then all the tourism died so they want to get tourism back so they made the tourism board and they hired a celebrity jk they hired this random college grad yeah <laughs> which it's so weird because she's like she's like with an agency but like a modeling agency so she was like looking no, for like it wasn't normal modeling. people work it was just a yeah. it was it was a headhunter it was just like a work agency i don't think so because she when they were talking about the agency they had like pictures of her like posing on her. she like had hanging up on her walls so oh. i think she like was doing some like modeling stuff because like that's kind of what she thought this like job like kind of was whatever that's not the point the point is this anime is like super weird i don't know if i'm gonna watch much more of it but i watched three episodes last night okay that's fair um another cute girls doing cute things that i watched which isn't actually all that cute i finished land of the lustrous today hoseki no kuni yeah um it's very good I don't think it looks beautiful. CGI is amazing. And I know last week or two weeks ago when we were doing the anime awards, I was like, Made in Abyss easily wins best soundtrack with um, Ancient Magus Bride close second. The soundtrack on Hoseki no Kuni. Holy shit. It's bangers. Oh my God, it's bangers. Like, wow. Great music this year, last year. Incredible music. I mean, I, I, my vote still goes for Made in Abyss because I like that anime more. But wow, the soundtrack in Hoseki no Kuni is amazing. But the anime was good. It was good. I liked it when a season two has to come with the ending it had, and I will definitely watch it. But I wasn't like, oh my god, wow. I was just watching it, and I was like, huh. There's um The main character goes through amazing... Um, character progression like she's a completely different character by the last episode and she acknowledges that and it's like it's a little spooky um the whole show's a little spooky but it was good it's i don't want to say it's like creepy it's not creepy but it starts off and you think it's like fun but it's all it never actually is it's always very serious even if you think it's like a fun little show it was it was good i really enjoyed watching it i would recommend it Okay. I mean, a lot of people have been raving about it, so maybe something I should go check out. Yeah, give it a, at least watch the first episode to get a feel for it. Um, mm-hmm. The voice actress of the main girl does a phenomenal job. Really great. But also, I watched the um, new episode of Space Battleship Yamato today, and everything about this show is so hype. I'm I'm glad because I feel like I'd be getting bored if I was watching it, like, binging it. But every week, just, like, explosions and shit, it's, like, great. And the music's so good, and yeah. So I had a good anime day. I finished that, and I on the treadmill, I was watching the new episode of Yamato, and I was, like, cheering. It's like, yeah! It's a good show. I like it a lot. But the worst thing is, I'm just going to keep going. Um, they have season one, Yamato 2199. And then season two, quote unquote, is Yamato 20. 
$21.99 and $22.02. It takes place a couple years later. It's not an anime series like a TV show. It's a series of films that I'm never what? going to be able to see because I'm not in Japan. So I'm going to watch season one, die for the second season, but it's like a series of like seven or eight anime films. And I'm never going to be able to watch them because I'm not in Japan unless... Funimation gets the rights to those too. I'm super bummed. I just found out today when I was researching it for a blog post. I'm so mad. Those fiends. How those dare they? Those literal fiends. I hate them. I hate them now. Mm-hmm. Because the show's really good. But anyway, that was basically what I did this week, anime-wise. I don't think I... I almost watched the first episode of Akka today. I was so close, but then I didn't. <laughs> Oh, why not? It's good. I clicked it. It buffered the first, like, 0.6 seconds started, and then I had to do something else and forgot about it. Oh. But I was I was very close, because um, the dub's on VRV, so I was just going to watch the dub while I work. But I didn't. Anyway. So, yeah, did, so that's kind of kind of all you watched and did this week. But, oh, non-anime-related... I watched the CSGO Major, <clears throat> where Cloud9, a North American team, won the Counter-Strike Global Offensive E-League Major Championship, and it was awesome. Mary Woo. doesn't care. Woo! Wow! Cool! Did you watch Evo? Was... Evo Japan? Yeah. I watched some of it. I mean, Counter-Strike was going on. And the Counter-Strike Major took precedence because the North American team actually won it, which is, like, unheard of in Counter-Strike. Mm. Okay. But I did that, and that was kind of about it. That's fair. Um, yeah. Cool. Let's talk about the weekend anime. Weekly anime time. Weekly anime reviews. I want to talk. Well, last time we talked, we talked yesterday on the phone. Thomas and I had a wonderful phone conversation yesterday just about life. But um, I had watched everything and you had watched nothing. I so, watched everything. So what would you want to talk about first? I feel like I always pick what we talk about first. What really got you going the most? And if you say, no Yome. I was going to say, I was a, we're twins. I was about to say, if you say Ancient Magus Bride, I know you're lying. I want to talk about how this episode is the epitome of why this anime is bad. Go. Nothing happened in this episode. This girl goes Christmas shopping. Yeah. With another girl. And they make the one girl just seem super, like, pathetic cutesy when she's, like, kind of more of, like, a strong individual girl. They just kind of, like, ruin her character because she's like, I want to get a present for my, like, my love. senpai. And um, she says, like, I want to get a present for my senpai. And she gets him a brooch. I know. Like, oh, I like it. Thanks. And he gets her this, like, giant teddy bear. He made it. Oh, he made it? He made it, yeah. Okay, I mean, I see where they're trying to go with it a little bit. They're, like, they're kind of playing the 
he's not human but he's trying to understand humans and emotions so they're like building it up i get it but it's boring it's just very uninteresting yeah i mean i thought the kiss was kind of cute super kawaii but um i I guess Uh, i was i I agree it's okay plug them in so they don't run out of battery but the kiss was like kind of cute i guess but then he gave one to the dog so it was like i dude the dog's the best character in this show how dare you ruthu 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 but uh oh yeah the kiss Uh, yeah i guess i kind of interrupted you so keep going on your point oh no i just think that like it's a very slow slice of life show i mean and the thing is it's being hyped with all this cool stuff like the beginning of the season started with like a flash forward of like flames and like a dragon and her standing on top of this place with a cape and a wand and now we're going christmas shopping it's like not that i want the show to rush but the show is dragging its feet a lot yeah we kind of say this every week i feel like we're both broken records but <clears throat> this anime does have a lot of promise and that the animation and music is great it looks like a it movie has, like, every week it looks, it, like, it looks yeah. like a movie it looks like a movie like the the characters are pretty likable right like i like chise um elias is like a really interesting character ruth sue is obviously the best boy yes um, yeah but even like despite like all these factors that are really good about it it's so boring and that's really frustrating like there's one we talked about this a couple times like for me there's one thing when like an anime just like has this uninteresting like plot and like your the characters aren't very likable and it's just like not a very good show um but then there's like those shows that you you see and you're like oh wow this is like really cool like i'm gonna really like this and then you watch it and like wow this is just so poorly done and they just made this like really cool concept super boring i wouldn't call this poorly done i would just say that it's an acquired taste and we don't have it i think the show's very well done What's the acquired taste? Like, stale bread? I guess so. I don't know. That's, like, rainbow-colored and sings to you? Uh, Let's move on. We obviously don't (laughs) like this show. Let's just keep going. I want to talk about some sexy robots. Oh, Darling in the Franks? Darling in the Franks of the butt. Darling in the butt. Darling in the I'm going to literally use my woman to pilot giant robot and stare at that ass. What did you think of the episode? Uh, I thought it was cool. I think one of the parts I really... um, So Mitsuru and the girl, they just like couldn't sync up. I think that's like kind of cool how they they showed that, um, you know, not everyone is like... Like the parasites, like they're not all perfect. And um, the main character isn't the only person who is struggling with uh, the issues. Um, But... I kind of like the episode, you know? It had a lot of cool parts in it. Um, Ichigo is still cool. We learned a little bit more about the main character, about how he was, like, the leader, and he's the one that gave them all names. Yeah, I thought that was cute. Instead of numbers. That was cute. And the ending was really cool. Like, Mitsuru just got, like, fucked. As he, he should. He literally, got, he literally got fucked to death. She fucked kind him of. so hard, he died. Dude died. I hope he's dead. Wait, That'd he, be great if he's dead. Is he dead? I don't think he's dead. 
I hope he's dead. If he just died, that would be crazy. But I don't think he's gonna be dead. This is anime we're talking about. He'll hey, be back but they with say a lot of her partners, they can't ride more than three times because they die on rides two, one, two, or three. She's the most expensive prostitute, and her, her men are dead. Men. Top dollar for that booty. Yeah. I have to say, the show is very, like, it's very, it's, it's overly sexual, but the characters don't know it's sexual, sexual, so it's, like, watchable. You know, it's not like Kill a Kill. It's weird. I, it's, that was, like, not, like, this isn't very subtle, but Kill a Kill is, like, the least subtle thing ever. It's made by the same company, too. Yeah. Like, Whatever it is, like, A1 or Gynax, some shit like that. This show is, like, super sexy, but um, the characters don't, they don't even know what kissing is. Like, they don't know anything. So, it's kind of, I don't know, it makes it watchable. It makes it, it's not as trashy, you know? It's not subtle, yeah. but it's not trashy because the characters aren't like you know like whipping out their dick. They don't They're not know. Immersed in it. Yeah, they don't know the metaphor, but we do. It's a weird sort of dramatic irony, mm-hmm. situational and, irony. I haven't been in an English class in a long time. Yeah, and definitely the more I watch this show, the more I realize how like kind of uh, super sexually aggressive it is, which is like kind of off-putting, but it's not like the biggest driving point in the show so it's not like a deterrent but it is kind of weird yeah like i'm not into that sort of stuff at all and i'm still really liking the show which means that it's like i don't know it's watchable for me i like it yeah it's not detrimental i want the main character to stop stop being such like a stale piece of bread he needs he had a personality where'd it go come on man you're the I mean, driving force of the show, and you're, like, literally I honestly think being, we're going to learn that. Uh, we're going to learn, because I think they're really building the world really... They're building the world well, and they have opportunity to build this world, right? They they do um, very subtle things here where they mention... Um, what was it? Like, oh, the fat dude in the in the black mecca? Yeah. Um, he mentioned, like, oh, yeah, like our, like, our friends, you know, like, not all of them, like, made it this far. They just start disappearing, like... This world is, like, uber cutthroat for this, like, parasite program. And I guess they just, like, take orphans and they just, like, get rid of them as they, like, can't do it. And who knows what, like, get rid of them means. They could, like, just kill them. They could just, like... Like, that one girl, they were just going to, like, throw out somewhere. I don't yeah. even know what they were going to do with her. Um, she was like, yeah, you'll probably never see me again. Like, I'll probably just die. And I'm like, geez, like, what the fuck kind of world is this? And they have a cool... Thing where they can really build this world because we don't know that much yet but they give in like subtle hints into kind of what it's like so mm-hmm. i'm pretty excited to uh keep rolling with it yeah i um i do really like it um i do like how they're they're showing and not telling i think that's really great um i'm looking forward to it i i still really like this show i want to know more about zero two i want to know more about the characters um, and I want to know what the hell's going on. So I guess that's signs of a good show, at least a little, even if it's mm. a little sexy. Yeah, just just a tad. There's some booty, some spandex. Oh my god, some, some. Um, okay, what's uh, what else am I watching? Okay, 
Wait, I didn't watch Violet Evergarden because Kiss Anime wasn't working for me. Pirate, ahoy so there! I, didn't watch it. I can't. I literally can't watch it. It wasn't work. the The site wasn't working, and I didn't have time to like go fish for more pirate sites. So my ship is uh, docked at this shitty pier right now that doesn't have Violet Evergarden. I heard it's mediocre. Gigguk made a video and he was like, yeah, it's pretty, but it's cardboard. I think that's exactly what he said. It's pretty, but it's cardboard. It's like pretty cardboard, but I didn't watch episode three yet, so I don't want to say. And episode four just came out like, well, you guys are going to be listening to this. So it came out yesterday. You're going to be listening to it on like Thursday or whatever when it gets released or Wednesday night. But as we're recording this, like the episode just came out two hours ago. Right. I do want to watch that show, but I just don't have access to it yet. Yeah, and I don't I don't even have access and I'm jumping through hoops. Yeah, literally. Um, all right, why don't you jump into Oh what wait, I no, we have some got to in a line. Oh man, Thomas, this episode. This episode. <laughs> Fucking Majin's a piece of human useless shit. <laughs> I love this episode. I mean, I thought it was funny. I definitely like this episode. But the, the Majin guy is, like, he's literally a walking, like, shogi program. Yeah, that's all he can do. He can't, like, speak or, like, do anything. But he knows what's going on because he keeps looking at the map and showing freaking Ray where to go. And poor Ray is, like, not the right person to chaperone this trip. Like, I do the same thing. If you're, if you're like, 18, 19, I do it now. I'm 23, lost in a city with no idea what to do. I'd be stammering, looking for, like, a place, calling all these hotels. And then we have the adult here who's doing absolutely nothing to help. And he's just, like, over here. Point. Stare. Glance. And it's, like, Ray has to step up. And just, it's really fun just watching these two try to function. And it's only halfway through. They have to get through the night and go back to the train in the morning. Like, I feel like every time this show ends, I, like, stop and I'm like, I could watch this all day. I could just watch it all day. And we're not even, we didn't even talk about the match, which I'm just so proud of Ray that he didn't embarrass himself. He did a really good job, you know? It wasn't. Yeah, it was. I was so happy because I was nervous that it was just going to be a washout. But he impressed everyone, and that's all you can ask for. Pawn to seven four wasn't the move. Oh, and he said, "I put the piece down, and it physically hurt me, and I knew that was the game." I love this show. It's just so. Ugh. But man, I was just so proud of him, and I was so proud that he survived the train shutting down. But now he has a full absence at school. Hopefully they don't hold him back again. I mean, maybe it was the weekend. Or maybe it's they're on break or something. Yeah. it's Well, no, he said he was taking the early train, so it only counted as half a half-day a- absence instead of a full. And then the train shut down. So he lost the day. Whoops. And he still has to take the train to get back to school. Yeah. The next day. Oh, shit. Poor guy. Anyway, people, we talk about this show every week. Watch the show. It's good. It's really good. I voted for it for best drama. Do it. It's funny watching, like, other YouTubers do their reviews, and they're like, oh, yeah, a lot of people say Sangatsu no Lion's good, but I haven't seen it. And I'm like, dude, how are you reviewing anime? You're not watching Sangatsu no Lion. 
I mean, I guess we didn't watch Made in Abyss when it came out and stuff, so guilty as well. But I mean, technically, Sangatsu is a long-running series. I mean, this is four. We're on season four, right? Technically, if you count a season as 12 episodes, we're on season four. Yeah, I do. Yeah. So, yes, we're on season four. Um, Even, like, Mother's Basement, he's like, I hear, I know... Sangatsu no Lion's really good, but I'm just not caught up in it. And I'm like, catch up, there's an episode with a pigeon and it's amazing. I mean, that episode was okay, but there is a pigeon in it. There is a pigeon in it. Yeah, um, let me go for um, the rest of the anime I'm watching this season, because per usual, I'm watching more than you. Um, Alright, go for it. <laughs> my, one of my favorite anime this season is the anime about the girl falling in love with the 45-year-old man. You there? Oh. I'm talking to you. Okay. Yeah. I was. I muted myself. I was going to eat potato chips. You're a jerk. You at least have to listen. I'm listening. Okay. I was going to let you go on your rant. I what was... is up with this? Tell me more about the 45-year-old... Uh... Yeah, so uh, it's a, this dude. is After the Rain. It's about the girl who, um, she's a track star. She injures herself, and she's kind of depressed, and she ends up falling in love with this manager at a family restaurant. So she starts working at the family restaurant to get closer to the manager. And sounds creepy. Wait, t- time out. So she goes out of her way. So she, like, meets this 40-year-old dude who works at a restaurant, and she realizes she likes him. So she goes and gets a job at the restaurant so she could get to know him better. Yeah. I thought they just both happened to be working in the same place. No. And then realized, oh, I actually like this dude. So she, like, goes out of her way for the 45-year-old man. She was at the restaurant waiting for the rain to stop. And he came over and brought her a cup of coffee on the house and said, I hope the rain stops soon. Has a great day. And she just falls head over heels in love with him. Holy shit. And here's the thing, Man, though. Here's the thing, Thomas. If it Thomas. was that easy to get girls, I would be buying cups of coffee and handing them out to people on the street. It sounds creepy. It's not. It's really well done, and I super enjoy watching the show every week. It's really good slice of life. I'm like, I'm genuinely enjoying it. Like, I'm, I think I'm liking it more than A Place Further Than the Universe. It's just, I don't know. There's something about it. It's animated beautifully, like... I don't know. I I don't know how to describe it. There's just something there that I'm really enjoying. So I would recommend it so far. It's only episode three and she already confessed and they're going on a date. So, but it's not, he's like, they're going on a date. Yeah. He's like, you don't want to date me. You don't. I'm an old man. And she's like, no, I I, I like you. I want to go out with you. And he's like, no, like, he, he kind of like, he says, just go on a date with me and you'll see how horrible I am. And she's like, that means you'll go on a date with me? And he's like, oh no. So now they're going on a date next episode. So it's weird. Tomorrow. What's the show called? After the Rain. It's on Amazon Prime. Okay. Yeah, give it a chance. I'm not going to watch it, but Boo. interesting. I'll keep you posted. Don't worry. Um, okay. I also watched Place Further Than the Universe. They are finally they're finally on their way to Antarctica. Um, this episode was the strongest one since it was like I really liked episodes one and two. Episode three and four were okay. 
And episode five was really good again. So that's good. Um, we had some friend drama, like the girl's leaving for Antarctica and she's leaving her best friend behind and the best friend's like, do you not even care? You're just leaving and you don't, you're not even like sad. Like you're not even going to miss me. Like, what are you doing? So there was some Jeez. development. Well, she was just like all gung ho and she had like no remorse. She was like, I'll just, but it's three months, blah, blah, blah. And the girl's like, you're my only friend and you're leaving. And now I'm just going to have nothing because I'm a piece of shit. And the girl's like, oh. Yeah, get fucked. Yeah. But um, it was good. The one thing that's bothering me, though, is that I love the use of an insert song, like at a really dramatic part, putting in a song that like really gets the mood going, you know, near the end. They've done that every single episode for five episodes straight. Overuse of the insert song. Flag on the play. You know? Roughing the passer thing. Roughing the soundtrack. Too much. Roughing the soundtrack. But, yeah, Too it's much good. vocals. And, um, Boruto was good this week. <laughs> um, it's so funny. The new, like, gang that, like, the new organization that's fucking Konoha up is called the Byakuya Gang. And I'm, like, having bleach flashbacks. I'm like, bleach, Wait, I thought Byakuya. Byakuya. I thought he was the evil dude in the, um, the 10 years later arc in Kotekyo Hitman Reborn. Byakuyan. There's an N? On I believe his name? so. Yeah. It's Byak. I'll look it up. It's Byakuya, Byakuya Kuchki is like Rukia's brother. I think it's Byakuyan. Um, KHR. Let me just check. Byakuran. Yeah, that is it. Byakuran? I'm, I'm great. I know that. I impress myself daily. <laughs> but yeah. Um, and, um,. Shikadai is playing Shogi, and it's really funny watching Sangatsu no Lion and then watching people in Naruto play Shogi because they explain it. It's like two totally... It's cool because you have this one game, and it's like used for two totally different things. It like translates to one thing in Sangatsu and one thing in Naruto Boruto. It's, it's very cool. It's cool how perspective, character perspective can change a single thing, you know? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. yeah, that's all I'll really say about Boruto. It, this is all build up for something bigger that's going to happen. But um, Shikadai and Shikamaru were playing um, Shogi and Shikamaru was like, yeah, I remember I used to do this with my sensei. One time he said blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Asuma, not over uh, it yet. I'm still not over it. He died for our sins. He died for our sins. The Jesus of Naruto, uh, Asuma. Anyway good stuff we're a half hour in so let's keep going uh is that all your is that everything you watched this yeah, week yeah i think so um finished land of the lustrous yeah i think that's everything and if not there's always a next time okay um why don't you introduce the uh the topic since you kind of came up with it and yeah, are gonna word it better than me absolutely so um we were thinking of what to talk about and recently, this is an example of um, what the topic is. I was, my friend had a deck of Hanafuda cards, which are these, it's a, they're called flower cards in Japan. It's like an ancient Japanese card game. It's a deck of cards and you can play a lot of games with them. And we were going through looking at the illustrations. They're beautiful. And I was like, wait, there's 
a game in Summer Wars that they use to play the card with the Hanafuda cards, and it's called Koi Koi. So we looked it up, and we learned how to play, and I got my own deck. We meet once a week to play Hanafuda, um, to play Koi Koi. I, I started, I taught my boyfriend he's buying a deck, and like I play Koi Koi now every day. And I'm getting really good at it. It's a really fun game. And I was thinking that, like, I wouldn't be playing this game and getting good at this game if it wasn't for anime. If I didn't see this anime, I wouldn't have known what Hanafuda cards were. And I wouldn't have... I, won't, I wouldn't be playing Koi Koi as emphatically am I, as I am. So I thought the to a cool topic would be to talk about how anime has changed or affected things in our lives. Like, are there things we do more or less because of anime? Has it, how has it affected different interests of ours? And basically how has it not like changed our lives deeply, but like kind of changed our routines in everyday life. And my first example is now I, I'm really, I'm a really competitive Koi Koi player. Came out of nowhere. Is the game actually called Koi Koi? Yeah, it's called Koi Koi. I could, I, oh, okay. I know all the rules now. I could freaking explain it. I could have a podcast just talking about Koi Koi, but I won't. But yeah, it's a lot of fun. But do you have one? Do you have an example of how anime has changed, like, what you do day to day? Um, I mean, I today was the first time I used a fork and knife to eat a meal in, like, two weeks. Have you been using chopsticks? Yeah, I basically either, like, get sandwiches to eat with my hands or I use chopsticks. That's great. I use I bear I don't even think like I used a fork my senior year of college. I just I got plastic chopsticks with cool designs on them and I use them at home all the time. Yeah, I've chopsticks that I just like wash and reuse. Um so I can like buy ramen or if I like um order like Chinese or Japanese food, I can just like I don't have to use utensils. I just use my chopsticks. Much easier and to I'm clean. I'm not going to use their yeah, they're really easy to clean. And I'm not going to use those wooden chopsticks. I'm no pleb. Oh, my God. Um. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. That's a good one. I have chopsticks at my apartment, too, and I use them often. Um, another thing I was thinking how anime has changed me is I feel like if I wasn't an anime fan, I would not be as enthusiastic about ramen. Like, I go to a ramen bar near my house, like three to four times a month. And I don't think I would have even found that place if I didn't watch anime and see people eating ramen all the time, you know? Yeah, I mean, ramen is the best food. I'm not it's saying so that. good. <laughs> I agree. Uh, that, I would say that. <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. I said I'm not... I, I agree with you. I said that wrong. But okay. I, I might not have known that ramen was the best food if, like, Naruto didn't inspire me to wait the three minutes and find out, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's Wait something. the three minutes. Wow, what a what a subtle reference to episode two of Naruto. I do my best. Which what does Naruto hate the most? The three minutes he has to wait for his instant ramen to cook. Well, I remember because I'm twelve. I'm a Naruto,ard right? I'm watching Naruto, and I'm like, I should eat. I should try ramen. So we get ramen, and I read it, and I was like, my mind was blown, and I was like, in real life, you have to wait three minutes too. It's the same. And I remember being like, wow, like the show got it right. You have to wait three minutes. Like that was a really big deal for me when I was twelve. So I always remember that. Minority's yeah, I, I instant ramen this morning, and I waited three minutes for it to finish. I boiled water and I poured it in. I had to wait three minutes. Solid. 
Your so, turn. Um, I mean, it's probably had a lot of, like, major indirect things, you know? Like, I, I don't know. I've been reading One Piece every week since I was, like, 12. For about so 10 kinda, years. Like, you've been reading One Piece every week for a decade. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, like, I'm on a routine of just, like, Thursday morning, I wake up and I read the One Piece chapter. And that's what I do every Thursday morning for the last 10 years <laughs> or 11 years or so. And, I mean, that's not, like, an everyday life thing. Obviously, that's just, like, once a week. But, like, that routine of just, like, all right, I guess I got to read the chapters. Because I used to read, like, way more weeklies. I only have two now, but we, we used to have a bunch. Oh, man, so, that, like, so kinda, many. Yeah, so that, like, kind of routine thing. Um, like now it's like not as precedent cause I'm only reading like two weeklies, but that was like kind of big thing in my life where like Thursday or Friday morning when the chapters came out, that was like a really big deal because we would like try to like get our computer, like wake up like 10 minutes early so we could read the chapters before we went to school. And we had like, we might've had laptops then we might I don't know if we had a laptop or we'd like run downstairs and like try to read it on the computer. We had laptops. I remember I kept mine in the den and we would read it before breakfast. We would like wake up early on like Wednesday and go down and read it. Yeah. So like that's obviously not like a day-to-day life thing. Um, like more day-to-day things just that like I eat a lot of Asian food probably. <laughs> you know, and just like go to Chinatown and like that culture a lot more. Just, like, cultural stuff, probably. Yeah, I agree. Like, I feel like I wouldn't have taken Japanese in college if I didn't watch anime. And now, like, well, yeah, I'm in love absolutely. with this language, and it's a huge part of my learning as an adult. I try to pick up as many words as I can. I wouldn't have even gave it a second thought, and now it's, like, a big part of my life, trying to learn Japanese. Thanks, anime. <laughs> you did it. You got me to download the Duolingo app that I don't use all that much. Do you? Uh, I, I was using it for a while, but I, like, fell off pace. Hmm. Um, another thing for me, I think this, I don't know if this is the same for you, um, really influenced my, um, uh, my music tastes. Like. Oh my god, don't even, the amount of, like, anime openings that I listen to on a daily basis is, like, not healthy. Right, but even for me, not anime openings, like. Asian Kung, Kung Fu Generation, I, I know, I own their um, greatest hits, and maybe three of them are anime songs, and the rest are just really good. Some an, some Japanese bands I listen to, they're not even anime, they're not even anime bands. I just know them from, like, recommended videos and stuff, or putting YouTube on shuffle. Like, this summer, I saw One OK Rock in the City, one of the biggest Japanese rock bands ever. Never um, did an anime opening or ending, but they're like one of my favorite bands because they're so freaking good. I listen to. Um, they're also a really popular band in the AMV scene, though. Oh, are they? I haven't watched an AMV in years. <laughs> yeah, like my favorite Sword Art Online AMV from when I was like, I don't know, whenever Sword Art Online came out when I was like 18 or whatever, was uh, a one OK Rock song. I was actually looking for the AMV the other day, but I don't remember the name of the song. Oh, cool. You'll have to. Hmm, if you remember anything about it, I might know it, but it was one of the best shows I've ever been to. We saw them at the PlayStation Theater in the city, and it was great. While mm-hmm. waiting online, I got to play Crash Bandicoot. 
And then I went and saw a show. It was amazing. But um, I'm also listening to this like alternative rock band that has a flute in it called Jocho. Um, I was listening to this band called Frederick, which was pretty good, and I thought they sounded familiar. And then I realized they did the opening to Koito Uso. Holy shit. Kanashi, Kanashi. Kanashi. Yeah, I was like, because I was like, this is weird. And then that song started playing, and I was like, oh, I this is the opening to Koito Uso. And I maximized the window, and it was them. And I was like, oh, I've been listening to this band for like an hour, and I didn't even realize until I heard the song. But it's definitely opened my eyes to different genres of music and also interpreting music in a different way because I don't know what they're saying most of the time. I don't understand the lyrics. So I start liking songs for not what they mean, but how they make me feel and how they get me pumped or, you know, stuff like that. So, and as a musician, that means a lot to me. So that's definitely something that I wanted to mention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess on the the music note, I'd take a little different route. Like, definitely like AMVs like had an influence on oh yeah music. Like, I just listened to like a lot more of like the like the emo pop stuff because that was what was in like a lot of AMVs and on YouTube and things like that. So I listened to a lot of bands like Rise Against, Linkin Park, and those kinds of like bands that were like really upbeat, like pop rock, like emo punk kind of yeah emo you're, pop a huge, things. you're a huge punk fan now so it probably started there yeah i like strictly listen to punk music now so and it definitely like started from there and kind of like evolved you know like rise against is so different to like the bands i listen to but i mean it it kind of like evolves from there and also bands like rise against like they're not really as popular anymore or they're not around as much they've kind of like splintered off into like different ways either to like more indie tones or like more punk tones right so there there's isn't as much like just like straight pop rock mm-hmm. right like you can like not including bands like imagine dragons that's like basically pop right but yeah like more like pop rock but more the like the rock side than the pop side mm-hmm. um so yeah that's one do you have a different one Oh, um, I don't think so. I mean, that's like kind of it. I mean, it's just like the music and the food and the the lifestyle. I mean, we could get into like how it's affected me personally and all that crap, but I don't really think that's what we're going for here. Right. I have another one. Um, okay. It has a fe- being an anime fan. Basically, this whole topic is just like how how hardcore is the weeb life ingrained into your life, and it's pretty ingrained in mine. I would say anime has affected my um, taste in video games. I feel like if I wasn't an anime fan, I wouldn't be as into Final Fantasy, which is very anime story-driven. I kind of feel like that's the JRPG world and the anime world are... there's like, It's like a Venn diagram, and there's a lot in the middle they're sharing. Like... Yeah. I feel like talking about Kingdom Hearts on an anime podcast is totally fine, because... Everyone has played Kingdom Hearts if you're an anime fan. You know, it's like just one of those things, basically. And I feel like, I don't know, I feel I, I, if I wasn't an anime fan, I may not have picked up Persona 5. I may not have, you know, played certain games, I feel like. Because we didn't really go that route until we started watching anime. We didn't play... 
I feel like we wouldn't have been as into games like Kingdom Hearts and that if we didn't have the anime background. And we played Kingdom Hearts and started watching anime around the same time. So I feel like there has to be a correlation there. You know? Uh, yeah, I mean, Kingdom Hearts was kind of like a different thing, though, in, in a way. Because we just like got a PS2 and one of the games we got with the PS2 was Kingdom Hearts, right? Like, you and Sarah wanted it. And, uh... I mean, that wasn't, like, specifically anime-driven, and we played Kingdom Hearts, and we all really liked it. Um, and then, obviously, we got the second one. But, like, I agree that there's definitely overlap. Like, were the two, like, synonymous back when we were, like, 10? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, but. I mean, it's a manga. Uh, we have the Chain of Memories manga. It's basic. It's paper anime. <laughs> I mean, it has a fucking anime opening. For, for exactly, the- yeah! Like, stuff like that, you know? Like, Utada Ikari did, like, the anime opening for the Kingdom Hearts video game, you know? Yeah, I mean, Persona 5 was anime of the year last year. Like, let's get real. It was so funny. In Gigguk's video for anime of the year. Yeah, he said Persona 5. I, like, I was watching it in my car on my lunch break, and I was screaming. I was like, yes, Gigguk. I actually, it was my first time in years commenting on a YouTube video, and I just wrote, like, thank you for making the same joke I make every week. It means a lot. Anime of the Every year. week on Anime Double Play Podcast. Yeah. At us. Yeah, right? But um, I actually did it on my personal account, so I didn't say that. But um, I feel like, yeah, I wouldn't be as into JRPGs if it wasn't for anime. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's all I've got. It's just cool to see how in certain ways, like I wouldn't, yeah... I think I also wouldn't like take I feel like I don't know if I'd take graphic novels seriously if I wasn't into anime and manga. You know? Like Yeah, I mean your your perspective on a lot of things would be different, right? Like your perspective on cartoons and Right, exactly. video games and like anything that's like culturally like more norm in Japan you would find like much stranger or like not cool or however you would view it. Mm-hmm. It would be different. excuse me it would be different it was crazy also this will be the last thing um i was a communications major so i had to take some film courses in college and um i would suggest some cuts that i like some storyboard cuts that i'd seen in anime like two people talking and it's an awkward moment and then to switch the scene it's just like a random picture of the sky and you hear people talking you know that happens a lot in anime it's like awkward and then it's just like a random picture of the ground or a cloud in the sky and then the scene changes and I mentioned that in my class and my teacher was like that's like horrible that's a horrible idea that would never happen and I was like and that kind of stuck with me so I do notice like differences in like Japanese in anime like the cinematography in anime and how they do certain things that American media doesn't just because of the different cultural perspective so that's a cool thing that mm-hmm. I've noticed because I'm an anime fan. Yeah, I, I like the zoom out after an awkward thing. I'm even visualizing it. It's funny because it, it gives you that like awkward silence feel. Yeah, it's like they, something awkward happens and then it goes to like the sky and maybe a bird will fly by and go, caw, you know? But um, mm-hmm. my teacher was like, no, that that um, like totally makes no sense or whatever. And I was like, watch any slice of life show. But anyway. Yeah, your face makes no sense, senpai. You're right, sensei. 
But yeah, so it's just kind of cool to reflect on how different you'd be if it wasn't for your your hobbies. Correct. Correct. And that's kind of true with any hobby, but obviously we're going to talk about anime on this one. Because <laughs> we're an anime podcast. Hi. Um, should we move on to, do we want to move on to the opening? Or do we want sure. to move on to Wolfstrain? Oh yeah, let's do the let's do the opening really quickly. Okay, we just wanted to like we haven't done an opening in a while, and we apologize because we know people probably like that. But we kind of just wanted to run down our favorite opening of last season, and I know what mine is. Thomas, do you want to go first? Sure. Um, I really like the Sengatsu no Line opening. Okay, talk about it. Uh, I thought you were going to be like, what? I was going to pick that. Oh, well, no, something. I changed my answer. Yeah. Um, well, I, one, I really like the song a lot. I've been listening to a Nightcore version of the song frequently. Really? And it's really good. Yeah, it's like one of the only ones that are on YouTube. Because um, you can't actually get the opening on YouTube. I don't know why. Copyright. So I listened to this Nightcore version. It's really good. But um, I really like the song. The animation is really pretty. The end scene with him, like, trying to hug the flowers, like, makes your heart go, like, ugh. So, I really like it. And, I mean, there are other really good openings in the season, but that's just one that sticks out to me the most. That left, like, the biggest impression. Yeah, I love that. I love that opening so much that I wrote a blog about it. And I remember, before you started watching it, I was freaking out about the opening and I had a rant about it because I was like, I couldn't believe it. I was screaming the first time I saw that opening because I was just so happy for Ray that he found his motivation and was able to be animated and for there to be color and for him to run towards something with a purpose because he never had that in his life before. And just seeing that come to fruition in the opening, just like, I'm just so proud of him. I love this show. (laughs) I'm a nerd. But yeah, great choice. That was my choice. Thomas and I were talking about this before the pod. And then he was like, you're not going to pick Inuyashiki? And then I had to pick Inuyashiki because it is a bomb S O P. My God, like, just talk about something to get you hyped and pumped for something. The song is amazing. The visuals are like super symbolic and intriguing and it just really makes you want to watch the show and like figure out what they mean. And like watching the show, I would watch an episode and see a character and then see that character talking to another character in the opening and then like spend the whole week before the next episode trying to piece together how they're related. Like it just, it really was like a perfect knot a ribbon around the show that tied the whole show together. It was just really beautiful. The CGI was great, unlike the rest of Inuyashiki. That was pretty hit or miss. Um, it's so cool. Like, there's this one visual where um, Inuyashiki, um, the uh, the she and the new um, syllables are on two different color balls, and they, like, during the opening, they spin through this whole matrix, like a a Rube Goldberg machine and you see all these images and all the characters and at the end the new and the she are next to each other but they're reversed because in Inuyashiki they'd be um one way but they're switched to say she knew which means die <laughs> and that's just so cool you know 
I ranted for a long time there without breathing. I need a glass of water. Thomas, what are your thoughts on the opening? Uh, any Yashiki opening? Uh, uh, what? Are you serious? Oh, yeah. No, 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 I'm not serious. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Um, it was, it's really good. You know, it's definitely a close second for me. Uh, I, you kind of covered everything. I really liked the first, like, like, 30 seconds of the opening, especially, where they're showing, like, all the people related to Hiro and Inuyashiki-san, Inuyash mm -hmm. uh, and kind of how they're, like, portrayed in the opening. Um, that's kind of my favorite part of the opening, because, like, obviously, like, the fight scene is really cool, and then the robot meteor stuff in the second half is really cool, but I like the first half, how they portray the, uh, all the secondary characters a lot. I think that makes the OP really cool. Yeah. At the beginning of the OP, like by episode three, I was like, that's got to be Hero's mom. In the beginning that he's holding her. And you just think like, oh, that's weird. But then you watch the show and you realize like he's holding his mother because he like freaking adores her. It's like, I don't know. I just every time after every episode, the opening just gets better and better. It's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the more you watch it, you, the more subtleties you realize are really strong in it. Yeah, love that show. Um, but those are our two favorite openings of fall 2017. Um, I don't really have a favorite opening in 2018 yet, I don't think. Nothing is really... I'm only watching, like, two shows, so I'm only watching a few things right now. Yeah, nothing is really, like, standing out to me, like, bam, this is amazing, so... It sucks. The after the rain opening is pretty weird. It's like her and the old, and the forty five year old guy are like riding an alpaca. It's really what weird. What the fuck? That's so weird. It's, it's supposed to be like cute, cutesy and kawaii and yay, but it's just like, what? It's weird. You should just watch the opening, Thomas. It's pretty funny. It's very uh, pretty though. Good. It's very like shoujo fashion, and then they're riding an alpaca at the end. But anyway. Um, we need to finish up with our retro anime watch along. We hope you listeners at home also watched episodes five and six of Wolf's Reign because we did and we are here to talk about them. And I actually really liked them. I wasn't really feeling episodes three and four, but I was very much enjoying five and six. What about you, Thomas? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I liked the cool side arc we're on with the, uh, with that new city. Yeah. Kind of that whole thing was uh, really cool with how they're like basically working for the humans to live. And he's just like, this is just the real reality of it. Also, Paradise is in this like janky asshole that's filled with toxins, um, which is really weird. I still don't really understand what's going on there, but. Yeah, we still. Um, that was like a cool thing. We still don't know who the maiden is. I just thought it was like really great like the symbolism like the guy who's digging his own grave and then they put him in it because he's dead it was like i don't know there are a lot of parts that i just that were really good i thought um again i say this every week i apologize i love the colors i love the tone i like it's like old school like you always say you like the mullets and the costumes i just Sometimes I get a little bored watching because, like, nothing's, like, super high stakes yet. We're just looking for paradise. We have no idea who Chessa the Flower Maiden is. And the scientist lady is gone now, and we're trying to figure out 
what the hell is going on. But um, this mini two-episode arc was just really good. And I love Kiba and Hige. I still don't really like Toboe. He's kind of a whiny bitch. Sume had some major jumps in this last episode, though. He did. I still don't really like him. I like him because he's voiced by Crispin Freeman. And he's like so early 2000s voice actor supreme. But um, he's kind of an ass. Yeah, I mean, I think you'd have to be an ass to, I don't know, like, look what he did. He, like, was in charge of, like, a bandit crew. Like, you kind of got to be an asshole to do that stuff. Right. It fits his character. I guess. I don't know. I love Toboe. I love Hige. When Hige got caught, I was like, damn ho. But they found him. Maybe I just don't like Toboe's voice and his bracelets. I think his bracelets are stupid. Sorry, Grandma. Hate your bracelets. He's owned by humans. Yeah. But, um, I just wanna... I guess I want them to, like, kind of become friends, but they're not ever really gonna be. They're all very cold to each other. I want a more concrete, like, camaraderie in the main cast, and I'm not feeling that yet. No, yeah, they need, it's coming. You With Sume turning around this last episode, where he's like, we're going to find paradise. Fuck y'all. Yeah. I think he's uh, coming around. Yeah, I loved how um, Kibe was being too slow, and he was like, fuck this, and just threw him over his shoulder. I was like, because Sume, yeah. Sume from two episodes ago would have just left him. He would have just left him there and went himself, but instead he just, like, scoops him up, and he's like, fuck you, we're going. So I thought that was nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he has a lot of respect for uh, Kiba now. Yeah. Also, did someone just flush the toilet in your apartment? Uh, yeah, Brandon just flushed the toilet. That was beautiful. I totally just heard it. You can hear that. Yeah. I can't believe you can actually hear that. Oh my god. Well, guys, I don't understand this. I have the gain all the way on low on this. Sorry, my mic is so sensitive. No, it's okay. But on that note, beautiful note with the flush of a toilet, we are going to end our show. I'm really liking Wolf's Rain. I'm excited. to. That really turned it around for me. I was kind of bummed we picked this show until this arc, so I'm happy. But um, you guys will just have to wait to find out next week what the hell's going on, maybe. Or you can just watch it all because you are a strong, independent, beautiful anime fan. And no streamers can tell you how to watch your anime. There you go. Self-empowerment, Thomas. I like it. I like it. That's good. Power to the people. Huh. But make anime great again. Make anime great again. But yeah, everybody, thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our banter and I really enjoyed our conversation today on how like anime like kind of just kind of narrows its way into your life and then changes it forever because it's such a beautiful artistic medium that everyone should experience. But I digress. We hope you have a fantastic week. We hope you stay warm because tomorrow is February 1st and we are officially in the dead of winter. And we just hope you enjoy your anime and enjoy your life and are excited to have you back next week. So please enjoy yourselves and have a good night.